the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Good morning, People's Baptist Church, and good morning to our guests. Welcome to this live stream worship service, coming to you from the sanctuary of People's Baptist Church of Boston. We are delighted that you have joined us, and we pray that God will indeed bless his word to to our encouragement so that we will know that he is the God who will stand by us no matter what our situations may be. And so today we are talking about the name above all other names. Every one of us has been given a name. Most of us have a first, middle, and last name. Our parents gave us the name we have for a reason. We may have a name of a family member or loved one that has passed. And as I said last Sunday, when I introduced my two grandchildren, Alice and Sylvia, they have the names of their grandmothers. We may have been given the name of someone famous during the time we were born, and I think that's what my mother did when I was born, because there was a historian, well-known historian in Jamaica, whose name was W. Adolph Roberts, and she probably did not know what the W meant, so she gave me the name Wesley, but... I kept the rest rest of it, and um, interestingly enough that I became a historian, uh, even though my mother had no idea what was going to uh, happen. Whatever your, your birth name or nickname, there is a reason why you have been given your name. Your name is your identity. Over 2,000 years ago, a man stepped out on the scene of time to break the stony silence from heaven. And suddenly, out yonder in a barn in Bethlehem, the cry of a baby pierced the night, and heaven's a cappella choir stood on the balcony of glory and sang, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth. Goodwill 
toward men. And yonder in this satanic underworld came a cry, a cry from Satan himself as he recognized that the champion of champions had been born and no longer would he dominate mankind, that his strength had been weakened and that Jesus Christ would ultimately defeat him on the cross of Calvary. Yes, there was a name that the world waited to hear. Other names had come and gone and had left nothing but spiritual darkness in their wake. There was Moses and Daniel and David and Jonah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, whose names are recorded in faith's Hall of Fame in Hebrews chapter 11. But they could not remove the burden of sin or bring happiness to a broken heart. So God ushered his son on the stage of time to enact the drama of the ages. So there are two points I want to make. First, that Jesus had a predetermined name. He had a predetermined name. When Mary and Joseph were given the pleasant task of naming their firstborn, they did not have to consult grandparents, as my family did, and other relatives. An angel from heaven told his father, Joseph, in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 21, on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise a child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. The name Jesus was divinely decreed, settled in heaven from all eternity. Why was heaven so particular about the name Jesus? Because God determined that the name Jesus would be the only name to unlock the infinite resources of divine grace. Only that name would allow us to obtain mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Nothing is released by heaven except on the authority of that name. Take the name to heaven's bank and no matter how greater need, it is supplied. Listen to what Jesus told his disciples in John 14, 13, and 14. He said, you can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And then the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 4, 19 says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. See, by the authority of that name, countless millions of spiritually poor men and women have been made eternally rich. The name of Jesus cannot be duplicated because he is a pearl from paradise, the gem from glory land. Truth's fairest jewel and time's choicest theme. Cherish his name and you'll see a rainbow in every cloud. Pray in his name and the gates of impossibility will swing open and bid you enter. 
Stand in his name and the hounds of hell, the dog, your footsteps, will bow down at your feet and lick your hands. There is power in that name. The cross couldn't kill it, the grave couldn't keep it, and Satan couldn't defeat it. That's why we preach Christ, because without him life would be like a big jigsaw puzzle with half the pieces missing. Without him, life would be just a cruel hoax that God has played on mankind. You cannot erase his name, for if you tried to do that, you'd have to pull up all of the lilies of the valley, for the Bible says he is the lily of the valley. You cannot erase his name, for he says, I am the true vine. You'd have to stop eating bread because he said, I am the bread of life. You'd have to destroy all the rocks because he is the rock of ages. And you'd have to kill every choir member, tear up every songbook, burn every Bible. And after you have done all of this, along comes some old saint. And you'd hear, there's a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music to my ear is the sweetest name on earth. Secular society may try to remove his name from every building, every holiday, and every legal document. Nations with a common goal, regimes will rise and fall, yet the name of Jesus will march on through time as the savior of mankind and king of kings whose kingdom will not fall but expand as he heals the hurts of mankind. Jesus is a name above all names, as Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 2, 9 through 11. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God has given Jesus the name that is above every other name. God has ordained that one day his Son will be universally recognized as the Lord of heaven and earth. Many people did not recognize him when he walked on the earth People today still do not know who he is, but a day is coming when that will change forever. When that day finally arrives, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. All creation will physically bow before the Son of God and acknowledge his lordship. Note how universal this will be. It will include all creatures in heaven and on earth and under the earth. That would include angels and saints in heaven. All those living on the earth and the demons and Satan himself under the earth. No one will be left out. All will be included in the universal declaration that Jesus Christ is Lord. So Jesus will have the last word. Thank God most of you listening to this message 
already love that name. You have surrendered to that name. You worship and you praise that name, which some find offensive if you talk about him in public. For us as Christians, the name of Jesus is above every name and will endure forever. There is no other name that is greater than the name of Jesus. Thank God for all of you listening who can echo the words of him writer Lola B. Long. Jesus is the sweetest name I know, and he's just the same as his lovely name, and that's the reason why I love him so. Oh, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. So Jesus had a predetermined name, but secondly, Jesus has a predetermined mission. Those of us who are parents look at our children and wonder what they will become when they grow up. If they have an aptitude for music, you wonder whether they will have a career in music. If they are interested in cars and engines, you wonder whether they'll become engineers. If they are given to much talking, you wonder whether they'll become a preacher, a lawyer, or a politician. But who knows the potential of a human life? Who knows what the children in our homes, in Sunday school, in junior church, or in the classrooms of our public and private schools will become? Unknown to us, God has his plan for each of them. Some will become great scientists, artists, teachers, lawyers, engineers, politicians, and great mothers and fathers to train a new generation of great men and women. But here was one whose mission in life to the very last detail was predetermined, preordained, and foretold before his birth. The angel Gabriel announced the purpose of his coming. The work he was to do was represented by the name he was given. Matthew 1, 21, again, And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And Luke chapter 2, 10 and 11, But the angel said to them, that is to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, or in another version, he is Christ the Lord. Jesus did not come to introduce a new economic system, a new political system, or just to improve the temporal conditions of life, even though those have been affected significantly by him and and those who have um, spread his word. He came to save men and women from their sins. That's the primary purpose of Jesus coming to earth. The name Jesus means Savior. He came as perfect God and perfect man to handle our sin problem. No one mentioned in the Bible could do that, for all had some flaw. Adam's flaw was unbelief. Noah's flaw was too much wine. Abraham's flaw was fear for personal safety. 
Esau's flaw was the love of uh, good food. Joseph's flaw was spiritual pride. Moses' flaw was impatience. David's flaw was lust. Elijah's flaw was self-pity. Peter's flaw was self-trust. James and John's flaw was ambition. You see, they were men whom God highly favored, yet none of them could pay the bill that was owed. None of them would suffice. He took a man from another world. He took a man from outside this planet we call Earth. He made the journey from heaven to earth, from earth to the grave, from the grave into hell, and from hell back to earth, and from earth back to heaven. Jesus made the full circle, and he did not need any help doing it. When they laid him in the grave, the kingdom of Satan rejoiced. They sealed his tomb with the seal of an empire, and Satan said, I'm done with him forever. But the rock on the outside to protect the, the, the tomb, his body, was a pebble compared to the rock of ages on the inside. Early on in Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave, breaking the bonds of death with all power in his hands. The teachings of Jesus, though they are very important, and his example were but incidental to the main purpose of his coming. Jesus told his disciples in Luke 19 and verse 10, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. The mission of Jesus was a rescue mission. He came to save us from our sins, to make us heirs of God and joint heirs with himself. He came to take us out of nature's darkness into his marvelous light. He came to lift our feet out of the miry clay of sin and degradation and set our feet on the rock of his righteousness. He came to tell us about the, the mansions of glory which we can share with him for all eternity. He came to let us know that if we truly believe in him, we can have our sins forgiven and we can petition heaven for whatever we need and it will be given to us. He came to release us from the fear of man's greatest enemy, death. And if we believe in him, he says, we shall never die. And Peter tells us in Acts chapter 2 and verse 21, And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And then in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, he says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. And uh, Paul picks this up in Romans chapter 10 and verse 13 when he says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Paul also says in Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. The name of Jesus still works like a charm. As long as there is sin in the world, as long as there is sorrow and grief, as long as there are broken hearts and wounded spirits, as long as there is cancer and, and heart disease, hospitals and sick beds, so long will the name of Jesus have power. 
His saving miracles continue in the world today in the millions of churches to be found in the cities and towns and villages of the world. Wherever people worship today, Christ throws open the doors of heaven and sends his Holy Spirit to indwell those who believe in him. Only eternity will be able to reveal the number of lives that have been blessed and inspired and encouraged because of the name of Jesus. His name stands before, beyond, and after all other names. In the beginning was the name, and in the end will be the name. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is the keeper of creation and creator of all. He always was, he always is, he always will be. The world cannot understand him, the schools cannot explain him. Herod could not kill him. The Pharisees couldn't confuse him. The grave could not hold him. His love, light, goodness, kindness, gentleness. His ways are right, his word is eternal, his will is unchanging, and his mind is on us. His followers. He's our Savior, our Redeemer, our Master, our Guide. He's our joy and comfort and our hope. We serve Him because His bond is love, His burden is light. We follow Him because He is the wisdom of the wise, the power of the powerful, the ruler of rulers, the leader of leaders the King of kings and the sovereign Lord of all that was, is, and is to come. He will never leave us, never forsake us, never mislead us, and never overlook us. When we fall, he lifts us up. When we fail, he forgives us. When we are weak, he is strong. When we are lost, he is the way. When we are afraid, he is our courage. When we are sick, he heals us. When we have needs, he provides for us. And when we face death, he'll be there to take us safely home. What a savior. What a name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, savior, Jesus. Like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away. But there is something about that name. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www. .pbcboston.org and tune in every Saturday morning at 10:30 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.